And we're back to Real Talk with Real People. My name is Dr. Caroline Bethea-Jones, and my guest today is Miss Kiana Jones of Hikeolution. Hey, Kiana, how you doing? Hey, Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones. (laughs) (laughs) How are you? I'm fine. Everything's great. You know, another beautiful day. It is a beautiful day. It's a beautiful day to be out for a hike. Yes, yes, yes. I love this. Did you go on a hike today? We, I did not hike today, but yes, there was a hike today led by uh, one of our other hike leaders. So yeah, we don't try to waste any of this good weather. I know. I know hiking is very important to you. Yes. So why don't you tell us a little bit about Hike Illusion? Okay. Um, Well, Hike Illusion, as we know it today, um, is a company that I can just, you know, give you our mission statement, which says that Hikeolution aims to introduce the joys of walking in the woods by providing exceptional hiking adventures that promote camaraderie, build physical strength, teach reverence of nature, and spark inner peace. So basically, that's the mission that I always had for Hikeolution. Um, and it's something that I had been doing with these group hikes since April 2015. So here we are in 2019 and Hikeolution has really, you know, come together and and formulated into what that mission statement actually embodies. So basically, uh, we tell people, mostly people of color who are not out hiking, about hiking so that they can just learn to use that as a tool for self-care. I know. I know for a fact that I did not even think about going hiking until you invited me to your birthday hike. Yeah, and that's that's actually how I got introduced to hiking. So my love for hiking started in the fall of 2013. I believe it was about October. And I was just invited to hike on a whim. It was uh, I was seeing this guy, and I think it was about our third or fourth date. And he said, you want to go for a hike? And I'm like, a what? I'm like, why the heck would I want to go for a hike? Like, what's wrong with you? I know, right? <laughs> yeah, it just it just didn't seem like something anybody would do. I just thought that's something that, you know, white people did. <laughs> so I told him, I was like, what do you mean a hike? Hike where? Like, where are we going to hike at? I live in East Orange. He lives in Irvington. And he's like, I hike right at South Mountain Reservation. And it's crazy because South Mountain Reservation is this 2,000-acre, uh, you know, landscape that has... Uh, so many hiking trails and it spans um what how many towns it's in milburn south orange west orange and a little bit of short hills so it spans about three you know three or four cities so it's right up the street it's literally about 20 minutes from our house but at the same time i never thought about it for hiking now we knew about South Mountain Reservation. We had gone there for cookouts, mm-hmm. you know, picnics. We went there for birthday parties when I was in fifth and sixth grade. You mm-hmm. know, I had a classmate who always had a birthday party there. You know, we rode horses there. We rode a camel there. You know, <laughs> like that's what I did at South Mountain. We parked the car and then we had a picnic on the lawn. What was beyond into the woods? I had no clue that yeah. there were trails there. So, you know, once I got invited out, I went because, you know, I'm adventurous and why not? You, you know, I'm always yeah. up for the challenge. So when we went out there, he explained to me about reading the trail markers. He, d- he didn't have a map. I have a map, you know, that I've been using since 2015. Um, but back then he had gone so often that he didn't exactly need a map. He just showed me, oh, I do this trail. You know, I do that trail. This is how you get back. And, you know, it was overwhelming because I was just like, how do two people go out in the woods and get back to their car like I wanted to know how that happened but he explained everything he's like this is what you do da, 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 da. 
And then, you know, from there, we, we went often. We went about mm, once a month, you know. And then it was actually him who suggested in April of 2015, when it was my birthday, he said, why don't you uh, do a hike for your birthday? And I said, well, why would I do a hike for my birthday? I like hiking, but that doesn't mean anybody that I know like hiking. <laughs> and he was like, well, how did you learn to like hiking? Right, it right. was just me asking you. It's not like it was something that, you know, you always did. So he reminded me that the way I came to love hiking, I could potentially share that with others. And I had never thought about it like that. So I said, you know what, you're right. I still had some um, hesitation that people would come. I told him, I was like, I don't, I know my friends, they, they don't want to do this. I'll put it out there though. So I ended up promoting my birthday hike to my friends and family, but also I put it on um, a website called meetup.com. I was a part of a group called Newark Social that did a lot of social events where, you know, we just hung out for various reasons. So I asked them, I have this birthday hike coming up. Can you post it? So not only did I invite people that I knew personally, I also just put it out there for, for anybody. And that first birthday hike yielded 17 people that came out. And there was you know, like I said, a bunch of them that I did not know. So after that first birthday hike, you know, still, I had no idea that there was a company called Hike Illusion inside of me. I had no idea that there would be more hiking to come from that. I just knew, okay, I did a birthday hike. And then after that one, everyone had a great time. And they said, when's the next one? And I was like, uh, oh, I don't know. You want to go again next month? So we went out again in May. Then we went out again in June and we had just been going out every month and had a nice little group forming. And they were looking to me as the person like, oh, you know, to set this up. And so it just kind of fell in my lap as something. And then um, as early as 2015, we started going out weekly. So something that was monthly, April, May, June, by July, we were pretty much going out weekly. So that's actually where Hike Lucian is today. We try to have hikes every week, every week. Uh, weather permitting. Yeah. So where do you go out hiking? Where I know you just mentioned South Mountain Reservation, but you go out hiking in other places. Yes, yes. But because uh, South Mountain Reservation is where my love for hiking was born, we definitely pay homage to South Mountain Reservation. We call that our home. That's Hikeolution's home. That's where Hikeolution was formed. So if we didn't have any place to go, you can always find us at South Mountain Reservation. But yes, in, in these years that I've been hiking since 2013, there's been other places that we've gone to. So we live here in northern New Jersey. So we pretty much go to most of the places in this area. We go to uh, West Patterson, where they have Garrett Mountain. We go to Booton, where they have Pyramid Mountain. We go to Ramapo Reservation, which is up in Mawa. We go to Harriman State Park, which is in New York. We go to Bear Mountain, which is in New York. We go down to the Delaware Water Gap. You know, we take 80 all the way down to the last exit in New Jersey, and we hike there. We've, we've done, you know, 10 miles of the Appalachian Trail there. So, and we, and also in Essex County, we have Eagle Rock, and we do a lot of, um, just uh, we pick our our spot based on what the hike will be if it's going to be a beginner hike i choose a trail that you know wouldn't be so challenging but i'm telling you south mountain reservation because it's 2,000 acres and it has so many trails you can actually have beginner intermediate and advanced hikes right in that one location because it has so much to offer mm -hmm. so you can always find us at south mountain reservation and we're always open um for anyone else that you know, has hiked other places. When they say, hey, do you want to hike here? We go. So I'm actually going to Stairway to Heaven, which is in, I believe, Vernon, New Jersey. 
And I've never been there before, but we have someone who goes there and she wanted Hikeolution to go there. So we'll be doing that at the end of this month. So we're always looking for new hiking places. Okay. So what about people who might say, I would go hiking, but, you know, I'm afraid of uh, anything animals yeah (laughs) yeah you know that's that's not that's not crazy that's a real a real fear and um you know as black people or people of color not just you know african-americans but there are there is a lot of fear that comes with the idea of hiking i know for myself when i was invited out i was very nervous because it was something that i had never done before and i didn't know how to do it so i think that fear of course, just comes from the unknown. You don't know what to expect. So you have a fear of what to even wear. I didn't know what to wear. So I went out, you know, the days before and went crazy shopping. <laughs> you know, I brought all this stuff that I realized you don't even really need. You just need to go. Um, but yeah, there's a, there's a real fear there. So um, when we post hikes, we are always available for questions. We usually put out a little... Um, memo that just says what to bring with you of course water is the most important thing comfortable footwear is the most important thing so we tell people how to dress we tell them what to expect how long it's going to be how many miles so that they can know if they can handle it but also as far as animals uh, the one good thing about South Mountain Reservation is that it's actually located where there aren't any bears honestly so far you know there's no bears at South Mountain Reservation but around the rest of the state and other places there yeah. are bears that is very true there's a lot of uh, animals that you couldn't encounter have you encountered any bears on your travels <laughs> <laughs> i have not personally encountered a bear i was on a hike um some years ago and there was a group ahead of us that we were not with but we were in passing and they told us that they had just saw a bear so of course we were a little hesitant to continue because we were going in the direction that they just came from but fortunately i've never uh come face to face with a bear however if i've talked to experienced hikers um if you've hiked for 10 years 20 years there's there's a good chance that you will have an encounter with a bear yeah. and it doesn't have to be a dangerous one i mean we have we have a bear safety mm-hmm. there's things that you know we're we're taught and and also we have to remember as hikers and as people that because hikeolution teaches reverence of nature mm-hmm. we have to remember we are the humans that are in their house that's right so i mean if i go out in the woods and i see a bear i shouldn't be surprised that's where they live that's like a bear coming into our home and in eastern new jersey and being surprised <laughs> that humans are there that doesn't make any sense that's where bears live yeah so you know we as humans have to really respect you know the animal kingdom and know what's there there's snakes there there's true i've seen tons of snakes hiking right and i used to you know be afraid of snakes and dogs and spiders and all those silly things but you know uh starting hiking has really helped me have an appreciation for all forms of life now i see a spider and i'm so fascinated like oh look at this spider web look at this and then i see snakes and i don't scream i'm looking at them like these are so right. you know amazing look at how they move just having that appreciation yeah. so um i don't i don't want to come and count and you know and I don't I do not want to have an encounter with a bear. bear, Of course, I don't. But if I do, I will respect that this is the bear's home. And I will hope that we will both just part ways. Usually um, bears bears are vegetarians, by the way. They only eat (laughs) berries. So it's not like bears are looking to 
attack you. It's like if you came in contact with a lion, mm-hmm. you should be afraid because right. a lion's a carnivore. They they could eat a human. I don't know if they do, but they right. could. Yeah. Bears don't eat humans. Now, do they maul humans with their humongous claws? Yeah. But um, that's not what they're out there for. They are out to get their meal of berries and we're out to take our walk in the woods so there shouldn't be a war between us between human and animal so everyone that i've um encountered that has come face to face with a bear they say that they just kind of slowly back away and go another direction and it's no problem so i mean that's that's what i plan to employ if that ever happens to me okay um, but you still have people who are afraid. Of course. And I you mean, know what? You got people who are afraid of the mommy and baby deer. The deer. Exactly. <laughs> your deer. There's so many deer. And you know what? I'm not going to say I'm afraid of deer because I'm not. But I will say that when I am hiking and then I see about 10 of them, I mean, 10 deer. You get nervous. It gets a little, because you know, it's more of them than me. Yeah. So <laughs> there is a bit of, a, you know, some anxiety. But you know what? Just being out in nature for me brings so much peace Mm -hmm. that those fears are actually calmed. So I, when I speak to people about coming out to hike, I I just want to hear what their fears are so Mm -hmm. that I can try to answer some of those questions and inform them on uh, what they can expect. Because knowledge is what will pretty much diffuse a fearful situation, just understanding what to expect. But yeah, of course people will be fearful and, um, Fear is good because fear, fear challenges you. So if you know that you're afraid of something, maybe it's a good idea to face that fear. I mean, mm-hmm. usually in life, when there's something that scares you, that's the thing that the universe is telling you you need to overcome. So I, you know, I, I'm, I'm happy when people tell me about their hiking fears because I know that's a new avenue that I need to reach people in and explain things to make them feel more comfortable. That's, that's a nice task for Hikolution. Right. And then once people actually get out into the woods with you, they have a very good experience. That's what I hear. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, that's what I have. That's what that's my intention going into it, leading the hike. And that's what I hear when we I, I do something called a closing circle um, at the end of most of my hikes. And that's when we, you know, stand in a circle, take some deep breaths and just reflect on mm-hmm. The hike that we just had, I asked people that have never come out before, maybe what made them come out. I asked them about um, if any of their expectations were met or if any of, you know, we talked about their fears, what they thought was going to happen and then what actually did happen. Are they the same? Are they different? I just have people share. And even the most shy people want to say something about how they feel at the end of the hike. And it's always been favorable, I must say. Mm -hmm. And that, that makes me feel good and helps me know that this thing that I'm doing is is needed because there's such a great reception um, that I hear when people give me their um, reflections on how the hike made them feel. Right. So why do you think hiking is important to you? And why are you promoting it so much that you want especially people of color to meet you out there in the woods and, and go on some hikes? Why is that important to you? Yes. Yeah, so for me, when... When I went on my first hike back in uh, 2013, I was the kind of, I wasn't, I was somewhat starting on my spiritual journey, definitely. I had started about 2009, 2010, so I was getting there, baby steps. But in 2013, I definitely wasn't the Kiana that I am in 2019, so I still was doing a lot of work on myself. So back then, I hadn't worked on my patience. Uh, Back then, I still was getting angry about things. I still was very um, 
uh, neurotic in terms of how fast I move through life. I never was in the present moment, which is something that I had always needed to work on. So something, it's just me being so um, stressed, pretty much the word stressed. Everyone knows what that word means. I've been an employee for the state of New Jersey for the past 14 years, you know, a government job. And I've been in different departments. I've been in um, child protective services. I've been in the Department of Community Affairs with housing assistance. Now I'm in the criminal justice system. I'm working at the a court. So all these types of jobs require deadlines and just uh, negativity and all that stress and uh, the people that you deal with, uh, people crying about this or that or that. I've never, you know, all my career, these 14 years of working with the public, mm-hmm. being a public servant, that that's just an enormous amount of stress that you take on with people and all of their issues and coming to you and you having to solve the problems, which I love to do. I love solving problems. You know, I go to work and get really excited about the new problem that's on my desk that I'm gonna fix by the end of the day. That does excite me. But with that kind of job, definitely, it takes a toll on you, your, your mind, your body, your spirit. And I knew that, but I didn't know how to deal with it. So when I went on my first hike, and I was out there for those three or four hours and the whole world got quiet and I actually took some time to breathe. Mm-hmm. And when I got back to the car, I was so calm, so relaxed. And I had done yoga. I love yoga. That also made me relax. Mm-hmm. And yoga is about, you know, maybe an hour. But a hike is, you know, four times that long, three times that long. So that's like three times more peaceful. Mm-hmm. So to, to come back from the hike and then go back into my life, it was so easy to feel the difference between what stress feels like and what peace feels like. Mm-hmm. So because that difference was so drastic, when I went back to work on Monday and you know the following days and I started feeling that stress, my immediate response was, I need to go back out for a hike. And then I would do that. I would go back out for a hike, feel better. And then so it, it became, wow, this is I need this. It's mandatory. I cannot live this life anymore <laughs> without a mode of self-care. So so for me, it was a real personal experience that I can say as a scientific method. I tried this theory. This is the data. And this is what happened. This right. is the conclusion. So once I felt that and saw that it worked, I couldn't do anything but share it with anybody else. Because I know a lot of people that are stressed, not just people that work, you know, in the type of job I work in, but there's hundreds of jobs out there that are stressful right, right. so and then you know sitting down talking with my girlfriends talking with my family you know talking with anybody all of us you know sitting down having conversations where we vent and share about our stresses right. how could I not tell someone hey why don't you come out and try this hike and, and see if that makes you feel better and then having a group of folks actually come out you know a small group we were about five or six back then mm-hmm. And they all felt the same thing that I felt. I knew I I wasn't crazy. I knew it wasn't just me. I knew this was something that everyone could feel if they got out there. Mm -hmm. So you asked specifically about about black people, people of color. So, of course, I'm a person of color, so I can only speak for my experience and what I feel like my people would feel. Mm -hmm. And I know that um, we have an enormous amount of stress in general just for everything that we deal with. So I was just hoping that this could be something that we really, really needed to return back to. And then because black people are so spiritual Mm -hmm. innately, like without even trying, we're just spiritual. That's just something inside of us, something that's always connected us. And because I found such a connection while I was hiking to bring me back to myself, I'm like, this is exactly what 
people of color need. This is exactly what we need because we can't, man, we can't keep going the way we're going in this world with everything coming at us, all these attacks coming from everywhere and us not having any recourse to combat that. Mm -hmm. So this is something so small that you can do. Go out, take a walk, look up at the trees, feel the wind on your skin, Mm -hmm. listen to the sound of water, listen to the birds chirp, take some time to meditate, say a couple of affirmations. Like it's it's not hard. Mm -hmm. It's so simple of a task and yet we don't do it. So I was really charged with, um, after feeling that for myself, saying I have to spread this message, I have to. And it was interesting because once I, once I mean, when I discovered it, I didn't know anything about hiking or about any other people. But of course, once I got into it and then started, you know, looking for other people that right. hiked, other people of color, then I found tons of groups. There's right. tons of black people right. out here that right. hike. So that, that made me feel really good to say, wow, yo, this is, this is exactly what we need. And people just don't know yeah. because I didn't know prior to 2013 and everyone that I talked to, even to this day, if they'd never heard about black people hiking, you know, it's me telling them, yes, we do. You know, mm-hmm. Hikelution is not the only group that's out here trying to get black people to return back to nature. Yeah, that's good. Now there is also something special about the name Hikelution. Yes. Yes. So tell us about that. <laughs> yeah, I actually have to give credit to um, a good friend of mine, Jonathan Travis. So back in 2016, um, we had been hiking and we had a nice little group going. And in December, I said, you know what, guys, I think I want to really try to, you know, name this and make it, you know, I want to kind of make this my business. I want to, you know, see what I can do. We need a name. So I put it out there for people to give us names and things. And my friend Jonathan, he's real like black power. So he was kind of thinking about the word revolution. So he said hikelution, which I immediately loved when I heard it. Mm -hmm. When I heard it, I knew that was it. But then I actually uh, went a little deeper with it. So even though he thought about a hike revolution, I looked at it um, threefold. So when I pitch hike solution, I tell him about the solution, the evolution, and the revolution. So there's three parts that make up hike solution. So uh. as far as um, the solution goes, hiking is one solution to your fitness, to your fitness goals. If you have fitness goals, hiking can be one of them. Mm-hmm. And then evolution, evolution is about change. So when I talk about your personal journey, your personal evolution, hiking can lead you to that because you get so much clarity when you're out in nature. So that can really help you evolve as a, as a person. Right. And then of course the revolution, which is, you know, how hikelution is just one part of the larger mu- movement. When I found other hiking groups, especially this huge one called Outdoor Afro that right. I believe started in 2009, uh, a couple of years before I started hiking, I was so impressed by the amount of groups out there sharing hiking with the world. So I said, you know what, hikelution is about to be part of that revolution. So that means that we're all doing our part to move our, um, you know, our culture forward and make hiking a part of our life. So that's what Hike Solution stands for. Hike Solution, Hike Evolution, and Hike Revolution. Mm -hmm. Now, do you have any partnerships that you um, um, go out and partner with? Well, yeah. So the way Hike Solution works is we do our own, we have our own hike schedule. So Mm -hmm. we we definitely get out on our own weekly. Um, But it's also, uh, as far as the business portion, Hikelution is run by um, people coming to us so that we can lead hikes for them. Okay. So we've partnered with a lot of 
organizations that have members mm -hmm. um, and they want to do a, a hike specific to their members. Mm -hmm. So we've done hikes with the Urban League of Essex County. They have a young professionals group and they, they did a, it was called um, YP Fit. They had a YP Fit initiative where they wanted to do, you know, fitness things. So hiking was one of the things that they did. They've done actually four hikes with Hikeolution. I have another group um, that reached out to us. They were the North Jersey Young Professionals. That's a meetup group. We also have, of course, your organization, yes. the Sisters Helping Sisters in Christ Ministry, mm -hmm. which uh, asked us to lead some nature walks for them. So we're very grateful for that. We also had two Jewish schools mm -hmm. that had us lead youth hikes for them. And that's pretty much how Hike Illusion goes. We, we, we are, you know, we are the ones that can take groups out to get their experiences. If they, and they don't, you know, if the average Joe doesn't know how to navigate the reservation, that's where Hike Illusion steps in. We'll lead the hike. You know, you say, look, I have this group that wants to go. Can you take us out? So that's the partnerships that we have so far. Okay. And they really help sustain the business. Okay. And what do you provi provide? What does Hike Illusion provide for those um, groups that you take out? Okay. Well, Hike Illusion itself, we love doing themed hikes. So that's something that we do. Um, for the hikes that we initiate on our own. So when we have someone come to us and say, hey, can you lead a hike for us? We're definitely um, talking to them and seeing, well, what, what do you want to accomplish uh, for, this, for this hike? So we, we get a theme going. We see what, how we're going to set the intention for that hike. And then we provide, um, especially for the youth hikes, we do the water, the, the fruit, we do the snacks, the granolas, stuff like that. We make sure that just in case they didn't come with their own snacks, that we have that. And then we explain to them hiking basics. We explain how to read the trail markers. Um, you know, we, we take a look at, to make sure everyone has the proper footwear. We do a warm up uh, and we just get people just uh, breathing. We, we do like I said, the closing circle where we do the inhales and the exhales. And while we're hiking, we're sparking conversation and having um, at every break, we're checking in with each with everyone and and seeing how we can um, start some conversation based on the theme that we've that we've uh, decided on. And it's just a really good day. Yes. So we're providing a, a guided tour to nature. Yeah, because like you said, talking about the fear before, if you don't know how to hike or what to do or what's out there, you wouldn't go on your own. Mm -hmm. So we are your tour guide for nature. So we're just providing the the hike leader role for you. Okay. Now, if somebody wanted to hire you out so that they can take a group out, yeah. how would they reach you? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we get a lot of emails. Um, my email is hike life 247 at gmail.com that's h-i-k-e l-i-f-e the number is 247 at gmail.com so we get a lot of phone calls um and emails and people hit us up on facebook and instagram you know we're on social media so you know Word of mouth, we have our flyers out at various restaurants around the area, and people have seen the flyers because when they contact us, they let us know how they heard about us. Either they saw a picture on someone else's page or a friend told them about it or they were at a restaurant and saw the flyer. So people, um, it's very easy to get in contact with us. As soon as someone wants to do a hike, 
they contact us and we get right on it. We schedule it. We look at our calendar and we get going. I actually just led um, on June 30th. I led two hikes that day. One was for a gym. The gym had a lot of fitness members and they wanted to do something really challenging. So they asked if I could lead a weighted hike for them. So they all had backpacks that were weighted with at least 10, 15 or 20 pounds so that along with the walking, they could also have some additional cardio. And um, weighted hikes are very popular in the army. That's something that they do for endurance training. Mm -hmm. So that really kicks it up a notch if you're walking and having weights. Right. So that's something I did for a gym. And then also later that day, someone was having a birthday and they know that I do my own birthday hikes. So they were like, can you do a hike? It's my birthday and I wanna invite a few of my friends out. So that was a nice small group mm -hmm. of women and we had such a great, a great hike that day. Her theme was new beginnings. She said that she was looking forward, you know, it was her birthday, she wanted a new beginning. So yeah, you know, you just reach out and then we'll, you know, curate a special package for you on what you're looking for and so along with the um the birthday hikes or the group hikes uh we also offer we have someone that can offer the cpr classes the you know the um the first aid training we have someone so we're looking to definitely do a group for that i know sisters helping sisters in christ was also interested in uh partnering with us to do a basic life saving skills. I can't wait to do that. Really excited about it. Yeah, and we then, can't wait either. Yeah. And then I also offer something called hike therapy. Um, and I use the word therapy very loosely, <laughs> very loosely. But that's one on one individual hiking. So if someone and I've, I've definitely utilized it already. Uh, some people call and say, Hey, I'm going through something. I just want to talk. Can you take me out? And I do these one on one hikes, mm -hmm. where we go out and walk and talk. And I let them vent. And I, of course, I don't offer advice because that's not what right, you do. Right, but right, you just right. let them talk through their issues and whatever's bothering them. Get that load off their chest. And you let nature do the rest. They mm -hmm. feel so much better after a two-hour hike with me. So I'm very happy to be able to offer that, too. And these services are, um, you can find some um, descriptions of them on our Facebook page. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll leave, I'll leave your Facebook um, yeah. address on the um, website. Yeah, most people spell Hikeolution wrong. So yeah. that's H-I-K-E-O-L-U-T-I-O-N. Hikeolution. And that's the Facebook? Hikeolution yes. at Facebook? What, well, um, you just go on Facebook and then... Just put you, in Hikeolution. You put it for the search. Yeah, you oh, can okay. find us. Now, I'm sure it's probably Facebook.com slash Hikeolution. Probably. Like most things. Yeah. Now, is there an age limit i mean when i say uh, not limit but is there an age if you're doing the the um the group uh the youth hikes for instance is there an age in which you start what age do you take the youth out do they have to be a certain age that's an excellent question i'm so glad you asked that and that's also something that i probably should have mentioned when we discussed um my push to get people of color out into the woods so what i noticed um is that when I'm out hiking, I see a lot of non-black mm -hmm. families. I mean, pretty much I'll just say white families. The white parents, they have their infants out. They have them in carriers on their back. They have them barely able to walk their toddlers out in nature doing the... I mean, it's not exactly a five-mile hike that right. I would do with adults. That's true. But just knowing that 
you don't have to wait for a certain age to get your child exposed to nature was a concept that was foreign to me and I think it's kind of foreign for us right we feel like oh no my kid wouldn't like that so I'm not going to bring them and we have to really get away from that so what hike Aleutian has been doing we started out we did our first youth hike two years ago and we started that it was about ages seven and up mm -hmm. um but once I just kept constantly seeing these other parents with their children under the age of three which mm -hmm. really shocked me I was like wow they're bringing their their one-year-old out that that's kind of crazy but it's not crazy what's crazy is to think that you have to wait for a child to get older to expose them to this level of education so what we do is um we're going to actually begin doing some play dates in the woods okay. and that's for moms and dads to bring their children under five out so we really want to get that zero to five group out and those aren't you're like well how do you hike with a with a two-year-old they're not hikes they're more like nature walks right. introductions to the nature so you just kind of go in a little bit walk a little bit like maybe half a mile and then you come back so mm -hmm. it's very so what you the way you tailor a hike to a specific age group is to just change the trail you know, you change, you increase the time or you increase the type of trail, something, you know, more challenging, maybe something more rocky or less rocky. So that's how you can tailor a hike based on the age. So the youth hike that we had today was ages six, six to 10, I believe. Mm -hmm. So we do separate the hikes based on age. Yes, we do. But there is no age um, restriction anyone of any age can hike it's just that when you have different ages then you have to do a specific kind of hike so we won't have a two-year-old with the with the 16 year old right. or an 11 year old with a you know with the four-year-old those are two different kinds of hikes right. so if I know that we're going to have a group of of young toddlers then I know okay boom that's only going to be a, a certain amount of that's not even going to hit a mile but when I have the youth that are about six and up, six to 10, then we do about a mile, a mile and a half. And then when you go to, you know, over the age of 10 and to teen, now you're looking at three miles, four miles. And then of course the adults, we can go five and up if we, if we like, right. if it's not a beginner hike, beginner hikes are usually about three to five miles. Right. And then, um, the rest are over that. So yeah, it's a, it's a all age activity. Right. So on the other scale of that, um, senior citizens, yeah. older yeah. Um, people. Definitely. Um, have you had any um, experience with um, the older, and when I say older, I'm not talking about 58 yeah. or nine. Right, right. That's my age. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about 70, you know, yeah, 80. You, you, I'm t well, 80, I haven't, I haven't personally hiked with anyone that was 80, but when I went hiking last weekend, just last weekend, I was up at Harriman State Park and there was an Asian family. Mm -hmm. It was um, four generations because it was the children, the, um, well, that's not four, that's three generations, excuse me, but it was the children. Um, the children's parents and then there was a grandmother mm -hmm. and I was just so impressed that this grandmother was out so she looked like she was probably in her 70s okay um, and up um, and then we have we have a hike leader who's 62 mm -hmm. and I mean that's not old either but he's been hiking um, for about as long as I have and he's very fit so really um, there's no age limit it's just that you know, getting out it, like so. I know with your group, the women's ministry group, right. um, those women are between fifty and sixty-five. Sixty-five, yeah. Yeah, so that's a that's a older group, and we do a nice 
one to one and a half mile nature walk and we just take our time with it. So of course there's, you know, things you want to be mindful of. You want to be mindful of someone's fitness level. You want to be mindful of the terrain that you're, that you're walking on. You don't want anyone to fall fall. and break their hip. God forbid, you know what I'm saying? So, but you don't want to deter anyone from coming. So if I had a group of senior citizens that were, um, you know, 60 and up, you know, even up to the 80s, I would definitely make it something very basic, something right. where we can just kind of walk a little bit and mm-hmm. stop and breathe and take a rest. But, you know, you still want every person, every person that's living with breath to be able to go out into nature and right. receive the benefits. There's no cutoff age and there's no starting age. You just want anyone that's able to to do it. That's true. So. As you know, this is a podcast in which the hope is that we're going to motivate, uplift, and encourage others to go out and follow their dream. So if I asked you what advice you have for somebody who is saying, oh, there's something burning deep inside of me that I want to do and I don't know if I should do it or I'm afraid to do it or what advice do you have? to those individuals (laughs) wow yeah you know that's a real a real thing to to have a burning desire to do something but just not know how and not know where to begin that's that's real I mean I still struggle with that and I just hope that hearing how Haikalushin began which was seriously without me even birthing it and knowing what it would be hopefully that would be some inspiration to say that you just have to follow your gut you just have to be bold enough to listen to be obedient and it's like if something is yearning that you know strongly inside of you why not pursue it you know I had no idea that hiking would be my passion I had no idea right if you had asked me as a child I would have probably laughed and said what no not me (laughs) so it's like we don't even know what (laughs) Sometimes, you know, finding that purpose-driven life, that's what we're all searching for anyway. But I think we have to stop thinking that we know exactly or for sure how things are going to play out. It's great to have a plan. Mm -hmm. I plan almost every aspect of my life. I definitely do. But at the same time, I still allow that room to, to be led by the spirit so that I can say, hey, this is the direction I think I'm supposed to go in, but still having your eyes and ears open and feeling that intuition, just feeling those urges where the spirit talks to you in that way to say, look, I think you should try this direction. And then, I mean, yeah, you're going to probably say out loud, what? No, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> which is exactly what happened to Moses. You know, right, the, right. the the Lord told him to go out and talk to people. He's like, oh, no, I am not the public speaker. I do <laughs> not do that. But, of course, you don't know what you can't do. Right. You know? So don't limit yourself. This world is limitless. So we, we're the ones that put ourselves in these boxes. And then we talk about how much we don't like boxes. Right. Well, we just really <laughs> have to stop doing that. And it's the fear that makes us say what we can't do. But um, I really hope that, you know, seeing how everyone and plus everyone else is out there living their dream and doing it so why not you too you know and then it's like if it doesn't work okay then that wasn't it but what what do you lose by trying it right I agree yeah because I, I really honestly had no idea that Hikalution would actually formulate into a business and be what it's been doing for the past five years that was not 
even a thought. I didn't think about it. It's just something that just kept growing and building and it's still growing and building today. Right. I don't even know where we'll, what we will be in five years, but I know it's going to be amazing because I'm going to keep listening. I'm going to keep, you know, doing what I'm called to do, whatever that is. I don't know all the answers, <laughs> right, well, but we good. learn along the way. And um, as long as you're true, like if you're being a hundred percent genuine and putting your all into what you're doing that passion that's what fuels the fire of that passion as right. well you know just give it your all and that's what i'm doing well that's good and i know that you are an inspiration to a lot of people you're an inspiration to me mm-hmm. thank you so i want you to keep inspiring people thank you thank so you. we're talking to kiana fireball jones <laughs> of hike Illusion. And I'm Dr. Caroline Pathia Jones, and this is Real Talk with Real People. So we'll be back with another episode of Real Talk with Real People as we continue this lovely conversation about health and wellness. So I'll see you next time.